Hi, and welcome back to Me At Last. I'm Leah Brown, and thanks for tuning in to another episode. Today, I want to talk about apologies and how important it is in our relationships when we offer an apology for something that we have done that we know has hurt another person and how that will strengthen relationships because a proper, sincere apology can be so powerful. So an apology is a regretful acknowledgement of an offense or failure. So it's so important that when we recognize we have hurt someone, that we offer that apology. We say, I'm sorry, say those words. So a, a sincere apology can be just as strengthening to our relationships as kind acts that we do for other people or affirming words are. A sincere apology when we have hurt someone can be so powerful. So I want to share a few examples of apologies that leave an offense. Some When we've hurt someone, it leaves that wound still open and the relationship is, it really has a hard time moving past it. And so there might be the right words, if we say sorry in an improper way. We might have the, the right words, but we lack the empathy. That gets lost in it. And when we have a hard time really feeling the hurt that we've caused somebody, it's not sincere. So I wanna give a few examples, and there may be more, but these are the ones that I came up with. Examples of apologies that don't help the relationships move forward. And the first one I have is an apology to feel better. So this is when someone offers an apology only so that they feel a sense of uh, closure over the matter. They they feel like, you know, they just don't want to go home and and stew over it and and wonder what the other person's thinking. They just want to settle it right now. So they just say sorry to to end it. And I know somebody like this. They feel that if they have a conflict with someone and and before they part for the day, they want to go up to that person and, and just say sorry and, and feel that it's gotten worked out when it really hasn't. And again, the same conflict can, can come up time and time again. But in that moment, that person feels like they can go home and not worry about it anymore. Or if something bad was to happen to the other person, they don't have guilt with that. So it's it's only an apology so that they feel better. Another one I have is an apology to get them to say sorry. So this is a manipulative apology. It's just a, just wanting to end an argument or you know end the situation, whatever it is. And it's to get the other person to uh, say sorry so that they can twist it in a way and say, yeah, it was your fault. So it's real manipulative. It's just to say sorry, to get you to say sorry, so then they can deflect any responsibility onto you. They weren't sorry in the first place. It was a way to kind of coax you to say sorry. So an apology to get the other person to say sorry. And then the last one that I have is an apology that is backhanded. So it's saying something like, sorry, 
there's no heartfelt emotion behind that. It's just sort of um, just to get it over with. Or saying something like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Meaning, I didn't do anything wrong. You just feel upset. So there's really no admission of fault in their apology. And in ways, they blame the other person. So an apology that is backhanded, it's the words, but it's there's no meaning behind it. So those are examples of apologies that don't help a relationship move forward from an offense, an argument, a disagreement of some kind. You know, there's even uh, some people have a really hard time saying sorry, even if they were clearly in the wrong. In, in a fight or an offense, our feelings can get real heightened and, you know, we're saying things possibly that we don't mean and it just becomes uh, a power struggle. And some people don't want to say the words, I'm sorry, because in their opinion, that feels weak and I'm not giving up this power. I'm not letting my guard down. So to say sorry would be to let that guard down and actually be vulnerable. And so that's um, some people will really dig their heels in and not apologize, even if they're clearly in the wrong. They're determined in that moment to win the battle, but they're willing, I guess, to lose the whole war. So we have to let our pride and our ego, uh, we can't let our pride and our ego get in the way. So we have to be vulnerable and uh, be willing to let our guard down and apologize um, to just help turn the situation in a, a way that can um, it can be talked about or reasoned more clearly. So, and there's even some people that seem to um, they they're not even looking for anything sincere in an apology. They just want to hear the other person say, I'm sorry. They don't necessarily care if that person does feel sorry or anything. They just want to know you said sorry. And it's some, it gives them some sense of justification. I was right. And you've realized it. So they're not looking for any real heartfelt meaning behind that apology. They just want you to say sorry first. So there's just different ways we handle saying sorry or receiving an apology that it's so important for us to take a look at this and really um, examine how we say sorry. Do we use those words? I'm sorry. And, um, and really have uh, vulnerability, empathy behind that. So we have to set aside our pride, empathize with the other person, be vulnerable, and have a winning the war or the relationship, not just that particular fight, as our goal, winning the relationship. So I had this uh, conversation with a friend some time back, and it, it, she's actually a nail client and we've gotten to know each other. She's about my age. And 
I just thought, you know, we're, we have this time to visit. So I was just going to ask her her opinion on something. What's her thoughts? And she raised two boys. So I thought, you know, this question was about my grandson. Maybe she would have a suggestion. So I told her the situation kind of in a nutshell, and she offered a really great suggestion. And I told her that I hadn't thought of it, but it was just such a, a perfect uh, suggestion for my grandson. So I, I thanked her for that. But the more we got talking, because we had that, that time, she started to kind of push in a little bit more and question things and challenge me on, on things. And I, I was starting to feel annoyed and um, just, I felt like none of the answers I was giving her were um, right in her estimation. So she would kind of come at it another way and push in. And so by the time the nail service was over and she was about to leave, we were just kind of finishing this, but she kept pushing in harder and gave an example with uh, when her one of her sons was younger. And so I kind of just explained why that wouldn't work for my grandson. And she just, you know, kind of came at me uh, accusing me of making a excuses and and I just was getting really uncomfortable and frustrated with her and it was starting to show in my voice and in my um, just my posture and everything so I I told her I just want to end this conversation I I only asked you for a, a, a what was your thoughts on on this situation you gave me a really helpful suggestion that I'm going to pass on and but since then it's just you've been pushing and I don't like it I just want to stop this conversation and so she ended it as she was leaving with a real uh, condescending tone saying, I guess you just don't want to be challenged, Leah. I like to be challenged. I That's how I grow. I guess you don't like that. And so from now on, I know that and I just won't challenge you anymore. You don't want to grow. I just rolled my eyes at her as she left and I closed the door and thought, wow, what just happened? I sat down on the couch and thought, I can't believe that just happened. What it, it just went from one thing to the next. And I thought, well, I don't want to do her nails anymore. I don't have to. Um, that's uncomfortable. I don't like it. It's uh, it's not it, it didn't feel like a, a friendly conversation uh, where, you know, two people are kind of learning from each other, I guess. And I had made mention in there when I was stopping her that this happens a lot. And when she leaves, I, I, I don't feel encouraged and uplifted. I feel frustrated and, and kind of just, you know, sort of overwhelmed by her at times. And so I had said that to her when right before she left. And so I sat there just not sure what to do or how to handle it, you know, going forward. And about 15 minutes later, the, my phone rang and it was her. And so I answered it real friendly. I didn't know really how I was going to handle, uh, you know, seeing her again or, or not. But I just answered it real friendly. And she right away just said, I am so sorry. I... 
I never meant to kind of push in and challenge you like that. I, I never should have. We were having a nice visit and I just, I can get like that and I just really want to apologize. I'm so sorry. And I just thanked her for calling and I said, you know, I really, really appreciate that and no worries, I'll see you in three weeks. And it felt so free like her sincere heartfelt apology was was it was a perfect apology and when that happens you instantly feel like it's gone i i won't think about this i won't look at her differently anymore it was brought to her attention now and she apologized. I don't want to ever leave your presence or anybody's and they feel frustrated by me. So it was something that was pointed out to her. And, but her apology had no buts in it. She, she didn't twist it or anything. She owned it and took full responsibility. And it was a perfect apology. And so that's what heals relationships because I don't know her that well. Honestly, I could have, uh, you know, text her, you know, uh, nails is done from now or whatever. And I'd probably never see her again, but that's, that's not the point. The point is, you know, to work through uh, conflict with people, whether they're acquaintances or they're close uh, family or friends. And, she did the right thing and it was really just a, a perfect example of what a, a sincere apology owning taking full responsibility for her actions um, was and so that's what will heal relationships so a perfect apology is a genuine sincere apology and it's about accepting that we've hurt someone else so the only way we can accept that we've hurt someone else is when we empathize. We put ourselves in their shoes and we say, how would that have made me feel? I wouldn't have liked that. That's when we can offer a sincere apology. So I wanna give you um, an acronym that can help you when uh, there's a situation that comes up where you might have to apologize for something and this a-R-A-M, so A-R-A-M, and what I, I just made this up and I think it's just a quick way to remember how to apologize uh, in a way that is helpful. And the first one, A, is admit your fault. Just own it, recognize when, you know, something took a, a wrong turn and maybe you said something you shouldn't have or did something. So. Uh, admit your fault, A. The next one, R, is show remorse. Show that you feel bad that that, that hurt them, that your words or your actions um, really hurt them or, you know, just show remorse. The next A is avoid that action or behavior in the future. So really uh, decide then that, you know, I'm not gonna do that again. I'm gonna be more uh, aware of what I'm saying or doing that hurts people. So I'm gonna avoid that kind of actions or behavior in the future, so avoid. And the M stands for make amends. 
And so this is to offer some way to make it better. There, there might not be, but offering, is there anything I can do that will help you, uh, you know, move past this or feel better or trust me again or whatever it might be. So A-R-A-M, admit your fault, show remorse, avoid the action or behavior in the future and make amends. So just a really quick acronym that can help you in offering a perfect apology. So I wanna share a couple of quotes with you before I give you just a, a homework suggestion. And the first quote is by Kathy Burnham Martin. And she says, apologies require taking full responsibility. No half-truths, no partial admissions, no rationalizations, no finger pointing, and no justification belong in any apology. So that's really good. And the second quote is by Kevin Hancock, and he says, apologies aren't meant to change the past. They are meant to change the future. And that's a great quote. So now I wanna share some homework. And, and what I am suggesting is a great book. And I think I've mentioned it before in another episode, but it is a book called The Five Languages of Apology. And it's by Gary Chapman and Jennifer Thomas. And the five languages are expressing regret, accepting responsibility, making restitution, genuinely repenting, and requesting forgiveness. So those, it's like the five love languages that talks about how we all have a love language that fills our love tank. We have a, a, a language of apology that speaks to us, that brings healing to an offense and when we hear that, that apology that speaks to us, for me, it's the genuinely repenting. When somebody says to me, trust me, I'll never do that again. You know, I'm very sorry for that. And I, I'll work really hard to not do that again. That is so healing to the wound in me because it offers me some hope for the future that we won't be going around the same uh, you know, situation or I won't be setting myself up again for, to be hurt. They, they're apologizing in a way to say, I'm gonna be really mindful of this to not do this ever again to you or say that to you or whatever it is. So that's really healing to me, that genuinely repenting. So we all have a, a, an apology language that that really kind of uh, you know feels the best to us even though all of those are really um, helpful uh, apologies that are helpful but so I would suggest that you order and read that book the five languages of apology and so that's my homework uh, suggestion for you and I hope you enjoyed this episode it came from that conversation I had with a friend. Um, it, it really blindsided me. It was just casual conversation, but then it took a, a wrong turn there. But how quickly she got on the phone, she called, she didn't just text, and took full responsibility, and it was instantly forgotten. And it's just, that is... 
when when we are given those kind of apologies, they heal the relationship and um, and it's just uh, it's so helpful in strengthening our relationship. So. Um, I hope you enjoyed this and thank you for tuning in. And until we meet again, I hope you go out and have a great day.